This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right. Lots going on when it comes to the cost of living, right? And, and, and the reason is simple. It affects all of us. We all, we all, in one way or another, are touched by the cost of living, be it gas prices or food prices or housing prices, all of which have gone up a lot over the course of the past year, uh, there's really no way of getting around it, unfortunately. So the call has come to governments to get involved and help out to do what they can. And as you know, there's a lot of people that are kind of, uh, you know, this isn't great because the Alberta government has decided that the gas tax relief that we had in place, the 13 cents a litre gas tax that was lifted a few months back, uh, four and a half cents of that is coming back because, I mean, and they told us right from the beginning if the price of oil stays over $90 a barrel, you, you you get the 13 cents. If it starts to slide down somewhere between 90 and 80, we're going to throttle it back. And at 80, it's gone. Well, it's at like 84. So some of that gas tax is coming back. Still getting, I think, about nine cents, eight and a half cents a liter. But not the 13 we were getting. However, gas doesn't cost $2 a liter anymore either. So, uh but what are other countries doing? Because it's not just us that are in this position. It's it's right around the world. Countries are tackling inflation. Uh, you know, UK with huge interest rate increases yesterday, uh, following along with the Federal Reserve in the US going up by three quarters of a point. So it's not just us. How are we stacking up against the rest of the world? Let's find out. We're going to chat now with Franco Terrazano of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. His group recently did a side-by-side -side comparison of us versus a bunch of other countries. Franco, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. Well, hey, thanks for having me on, and happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday to you too, sir. Um, the report that you did kind of, it, it compares our inflation relief for Canadian citizens to what other countries are doing, and you find that, especially when it comes to tax relief, we're lagging pretty far behind, aren't we? Yeah, that's really unfortunate. You know, I, I can't believe we have to say this, but it really should have been a no-brainer for governments in Canada during the pandemic while people lost their job, people took pay cuts, people lost their business, people are struggling with inflation, right? People are, are worried about whether or not they can really afford uh, the, the big package of ground beef at the grocery store. It should have been a no-brainer during the last two years for governments to just not raise taxes. But unfortunately, uh, we didn't see that here in Canada. We saw the federal government raise its carbon tax three times. We saw uh, payroll taxes continue to go up. They've gone up four years in a row. And if all that drives you to drink, well, you know, every time you go to uh, pick up your favorite 2-4 uh, of beer, or every time you go to enjoy that bottle of Pinot with your better half, well, the government is also raising taxes on alcohol as well. And while our federal government raised taxes, while the Alberta government is raising its gas tax again now, we saw 51 countries do the right thing, provide their citizens with relief. And you know what? It was a lot of our peer countries, other industrialized countries that stepped up to the plate. We saw more than half of G7 countries, more than half of G20 countries, and about two-thirds of the OECD countries do the right thing and provide their citizens with tax relief. Okay, now, a couple. first of all, the payroll taxes you're talking about, you're talking about CPP and EI, and you know and I know a lot of people will say that's not a tax, it's a pension plan, all the rest of that stuff. So I understand what you're saying, but, I mean, just to, just that point of clarity around there. Now, when you take a look at these other countries, what are they doing specifically that we aren't, that you think we could be doing here in Canada? 
Well, you know, I got to push back a little bit. Maybe we can go back and forth. Sure, absolutely, yeah. A payroll, a payroll ta- the payroll taxes are a tax. I mean, number one, you don't have a choice whether you pay into it or not. But number two, and I think more importantly, uh, the federal government recognizes that it as a tax, right? If you have to appeal a CPP or EI decision, you take it up with the Tax Court of Canada. I mean, Statistics Canada's own reports call them payroll taxes. But I guess more to the point, what we saw countries do, we saw, for example, 25 other countries provide gas tax relief. Australia, for example, cut its gas tax by uh, 50%. Yeah. You, saw, you saw South Korea cut its gas taxes by 30%. Um, but we also, we also saw countries um, like Italy, they cut gas taxes and income taxes. New Zealand, Netherlands, they cut gas taxes. Germany cut gas taxes. We're also seeing countries lower taxes on energy. Spain cut electricity taxes. Norway also cut some energy taxes. So we saw a lot of countries uh, really addressing the issue where so many people are feeling it the most, at the pumps, uh, energy costs. But again, unfortunately, we saw the federal government raise its carbon tax to 11 cents a litre of gas. Um, we, we know they're going to continue raising their tax to nearly 40 cents per litre. That's under the Trudeau government's plan. And, and you know what's so unfortunate is that the Alberta government just made an awful decision to raise its gas tax come October one. Uh, partly, yeah. Well, I mean, not to raise it, to reinstate uh, about a third of it. But I understand what you're saying. Absolutely. Now, of course, the federal government has a, you know, they call it an inflation relief program. It may not be tax relief, but it's almost $5 billion in terms of doubling the GST rebate, which indeed is a tax rebate. You say there's no tax rebate. Well, that's definitely one. And also, you know, uh, the housing subsidy, uh, the dental plans, all the rest of this stuff. So the government's going to tell you we're doing all kinds of things to help Canadians to the tune of about $5 billion. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Well, let's, let's start with the GST rebate. And you know what? I think the GST rebate is a good gesture for some of the Canadians that are going to get some of their money back after paying too much tax on the till. One of the problems with the GST rebate is that two-thirds of Canadians won't get it. Yep, yep. <laughs> right? And, and, if, and if the government is essentially acknowledging that allowing Canadians to keep more money in their pockets to be able to afford the rising cost of just about everything, well, then why not just cut taxes across the board, at least for a certain amount of time, rather than tinker, tinkering around the edges uh, with, with a GST rebate that a third of Canadians will get, two-third of, two-thirds of Canadians won't get. But really... The Trudeau government hasn't shown that it is serious about affordability. Uh, really, the Trudeau government's approach to affordability has been like, uh, break your legs, then give you a crutch that's two sizes too small, then say, well, if it weren't for the government, you wouldn't be able to walk. But the first thing the government should be doing during these very tough times is just not to make things worse with the tax hikes that we've seen, right? Uh, this year, you're paying about 4500 bucks in payroll taxes. We've talked about gas taxes going up. You know, the Trudeau government could immediately hold a press conference today, cut or suspend its gas taxes, and save drivers between 18 and 30 cents a liter, depending on where you fuel up. I, I don't disagree with you that the GST rebate only touches a very small percentage of Canadians. For a lot of us, we're not getting any sort of tax relief. Um, we did see the income tax exemption ramped up a little bit. I mean, so yep. that's a that's a bit of a tax relief there, is it not? 
No, no, you're right. Uh, they increase the basic personal exemption, which is the tax-free portion of your income. But the only problem is, is that the payroll taxes uh, are higher than the relief from the personal basic exemption. So if you look at your total federal income tax bill, uh, well, if you're making more than $40,000 this year, then you're paying yeah. higher federal income taxes. Now, I think what we also have to do is look at the total bill that we pay in taxes, because it's not just the federal government, right? We pay property taxes, income taxes, federally and provincially, business taxes, excise taxes, taxes on taxes. Well, when you add up all the taxes that Canadians pay, on average, you're paying about 43% of your family's budget to all levels of government, right? So that's a huge amount. And, and, and let's go back to the Alberta government here, because I think that we have to call this a tax hike. I think we have to call a spade a spade. And, you know, I understand the technicalities of the, the price of oil and the sliding scale. But the real thing here, they cut gas taxes to provide people with inflation relief. Mm-hmm. Well, inflation is not over. Like, I was just in Lethbridge last weekend visiting my family. And they were only talking about how groceries have gone up, That's right. how the price of the pump has gone up, how formula is too expensive, right? So inflation is still a serious issue, and this was the wrong decision. And quite frankly, after the last three years, you would think that the Kenny government is tired of making bad decisions, but apparently not. Franco, to be fair, I've been interviewing Canadian Taxpayers Federation personnel for a long time, and one of the things you guys love to talk about is not paying down the debt. And, you know, and I'm sure if there was, I mean, you can't do both, right? I mean, you can't, they'll be criticized for adding gas to the fire if they do cut it, and, you know, and increasing the inflationary rates and not paying down the debt, ramping up the debt, all these sorts of things. You can't do it all, Franco. And, you know, you've had me on air as well when I was the Alberta director, and, and I was right. saying the exact same thing, right? But here's the thing. They just posted a $13 billion surplus, yeah. <laughs> right? Come on. It should be a no-brainer to not be raising taxes at the pump. That's provincially. <laughs> that's provincially. It's a different story federally, as you know, right? So, Oh, right. So federally, that's, that's a great example. Well, look, I mean, and this is what we've been saying all along is that, well, if, if they cut spending, they could also lower taxes. Now, let's even just talk about before the pandemic, because the federal government has been overspending for a long time. In 2018, the federal government was spending more money than it did during any single year during World War II. And I know what you're thinking, but yes, that is also adjusted for adjusted, okay. population yep. growth. So it's crazy to think that before the pandemic, before a cross-country recession, you had the federal government spending all-time highs. So certainly it can find savings in the budget. And, you know, during the pandemic, I think people understand that you have to direct resources in a time of need. But, like, let's just think about how a family would approach something like this. If you have a leaky roof, yeah, okay, you spend money to fix the leaky roof. But then you don't take out the credit card and and buy a new flat screen TV, you know, a couple ATVs and a new BMW. But unfortunately, the federal government's approach to spending is essentially spend during the good times, spend during the bad times, uh, spend more money on everything forever. But of course, that is not not a sustainable approach. I mean, we saw what happened in Alberta when politicians overspent in the 80s. -hmm. We saw what happened in Saskatchewan when politicians kept kicking the deficit can down the road. They closed, what, nearly 50 rural hospitals and clinics. So this is just not a sustainable approach. I understand, but at the same time, saying not spending is is not or spending too much is not sustainable. But there's two sides to that equation. You know that there's the revenue side and the spending side, and you're telling them to slash the revenue side. It's the same end end result. Well, let me just bring up another point. So 
what inflation does, it, it hurts Canadians. Every time we go to the pumps, we're paying more. Every time we go to the grocery store, we're paying more. What inflation also does is it fattens government coffers. Well, if you look at the last budget, the 2022 budget released by the federal government, they're taking in about $30 billion extra than what they projected because of inflation, right? So inflation fattens government coffers. What we would like to see is you use some of that money to provide Canadians with much-needed relief. When was the last time we've really seen legitimate broad-based tax cuts from the federal government in Canada? You know, I really can't remember. No, neither can I. That's an absolutely fair point. Franco, it's always a fun discussion. I appreciate you coming on.